This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. It's fair and 28 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Monday, the 7th of February, 2022. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And we'll have sunny skies this afternoon with a high in the low 50s. Clear overnight, a low of 27. Sunshine Tuesday, a high of 58. Tuesday night's low, 32 under clear skies. And Wednesday, sunny skies and a high around 60. No precipitation in the week ahead. We'll continue to have highs in the 50s and low 60s throughout the week with overnight lows in the low to mid 30s. Right now, fair in 28 degrees at the KVOM studios. And let's take time to congratulate our employee of the day, Lakin Hickson with Liberty Acres. Obituary announcements this morning. Mildred Louise Brown Hayes, age 88 of Jerusalem, died Tuesday, February 1st. Funeral service will be held this afternoon at 2 at the Harris Chapel with Brother Jerry Dickinson and Ronnie Wilson officiating. Burial will be at Mount Zion Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends one hour prior to service time. Charles Allen Hill, age 68 of Perryville, died Monday, January 31st. He was a graduate of Parkview High School in Little Rock, was of the Baptist faith, a member of Perryville Masonic Lodge, and a Shriner. He was a perpetual member of the Iron Springs Masonic Lodge and of Scottish Rite Temple. He was retired from Estes Express Lines after driving a truck for 20 years. He is survived by his wife of 49 years, Joyce Fay Hill, daughter Drindia Cotton, son Russell Wayne Bubba Hill, one brother, four grandchildren, and other extended family members. Graveside service for Charles Allen Hill will be held Tuesday, February the 8th at 2 p.m. at Cherry Hill Cemetery in Perryville, with Dennis Huggs delivering the eulogy and Jim Hill delivering the message. Arrangements are by Bob Neal and Sons Funeral Home of Moralton. Now 7.33, let's turn to news this morning. Weekend updates from the Arkansas Department of Health showed a continued downward trend in new COVID cases across the state. Just 2,612 new cases were reported in the state since Friday, and the number of active cases declined by more than 6,000 during that time to 38,314. Locally, 17 new cases were reported over the weekend in Conway County, as the number of active cases decreased by 30 since Friday to 307. The South Conway County School District this morning is reporting fewer than five cases in the district. Just four new cases were reported in Perry County over the past two days, and the number of active cases declined by 21 in that time to 135. One additional death was reported in Perry County on Friday to bring its total since the pandemic began to 29. There have been 51 COVID-related deaths in Conway County. Statewide, 69 deaths were recorded over the weekend, but the number of patients hospitalized dropped by 62 from 1,555 on Friday to 1,493 on Sunday. Only 2,600 vaccine doses were administered in Arkansas over the weekend, including 950 booster doses. As of Sunday afternoon, 1,550,402 Arkansans are fully vaccinated, and 525,777 individuals have received the third-dose booster shot, according to the health department. 735, it's fair and 28 degrees at the KVOM studios. On our way to a high of 51 today with sunshine, 
KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 736, fair and 28 degrees at the KVOM studios. Conway-based Home Bank Shares Incorporated, the parent company of Centennial Bank, has been ranked by Forbes as America's Best Bank for 2022. Forbes' 13th annual America's Best Banks list looks at growth, credit quality, and profitability to rank the 100 largest publicly traded banks and thrifts. Home Bank Shares was ranked fifth on last year's list of best banks. This year it was in the top 50 for every metric Forbes tracks, including several metrics in the top 10. Little Rock-based Bank OZK was ranked number two on the Forbes list, while a third Arkansas institution, Simmons Bank of Pine Bluff, was ranked number 44. A few tickets still remain for Sacred Heart Catholic School's annual Trivia Night fundraiser, to be held Saturday, February 12th in the School Gymnasium Rough Auditorium. The event was not held last year due to COVID concerns, but in 2020, the last year Trivia Night was held, over 50 teams and nearly 400 people participated in the event, which entails six rounds of trivia questions. The school's Alicia Kuntz encourages you to get your team together and get your table reserved before they're sold out. You can purchase those online and I believe they're $40 in advance. So go on sacredheartmorrelton.org under support, and you can find the events page there and get the trivia tickets, or you can mail that to the office. You want a table of eight. You don't have to have that many. If you don't fill it, that's fine, but you can have up to eight players. As in the past years, the only category revealed in advance of the event is the one chosen by the previous winning team. They have selected Popes of the 20th Century. Prizes will also be awarded for Best Team Name, best table decorations, and best costume. In addition to the trivia fund, guests will be treated to dinner from Elia's Mexican Grill, as well as complimentary beverages throughout the evening. Again, for tickets and more information, visit sacredheartmorrelton.org. Downtown Morrelton's Rialto Community Arts Center will be featured in an upcoming episode of the television series Kindred Spirits. The episode featuring the Rialto will premiere Saturday, February 12th at 9 p.m. Central Time, on the Travel Channel and streaming on Discovery+. Plus, In Kindred Spirits, hosts Amy Bruni and Adam Berry investigate alleged paranormal activity. In the episode titled Death Alley, Amy and Adam, along with co-host Chip Coffey, investigate the century-old Rialto Theater, said to be haunted by a menacing shadow figure. Employees worry the uninvited guest may have come from a nearby alley, rumored to be the site of many murders. The public is invited to attend a free viewing of the episode on the big screen at 7 p.m. Saturday at the Rialto. Afterward, Casey Myers will host ghost tours at the theater for $25 per person. For more information, contact Casey at 501-208-1223 or Christy Strain at 501-242-3593 or visit rialtomorrelton.com. The Arkansas Department of Agriculture is now accepting applications for the 2022 Arkansas Century Farm Program. 
This program recognizes Arkansas families who have owned and farmed the same land for at least 100 years. To qualify, Arkansas farms must be under the same family ownership for 100 years by December 31st of 2022, and the farm must be at least 10 acres of the original land acquisition and make a financial contribution to the overall farm income. Online and printable applications are available at agriculture.arkansas.gov. Applications must be received through email or postmark on or before May 31st of 2022 to be eligible for designation as a 2022 inductee. There's no cost to apply for the program. Since the Century Farm Program began in 2012, 526 farms have been certified, including six in Conway County and four in Perry County. Turning to our community calendar this morning, a joint meeting of the Conway County Quorum Court's Budget and Finance and Personnel and Governmental Affairs Committees will be held Tuesday at noon in the courthouse in Moralton. The Atkins School Board meets in regular session Tuesday at 5 in the district's multi-purpose board building. The Perry County Extension Service is offering a series of beginning farmer classes via Zoom. A class on exploring markets will be held Tuesday night at 6. It's $10. Registration is available online at farmandfoodsystem.uada.edu slash classes. The Moralton Lodge of Freemasons meets Tuesday night at 7. The Moralton Knights of Columbus meets Tuesday night at 7. And the UAMS Mobile Mammovan will provide on-site mammograms for women 40 and over at the Conway County Health Unit in Moralton Thursday starting at 9. Mammograms are by appointment only. You must call 800-259-8794 to schedule an appointment. Now 742, fair and 28 degrees at the KVOM Studios. Coming up in a little bit, we'll visit with John Gibson with the Conway County Community Foundation. We'll talk about giving tree grants. Up next, Eric Tyler joins us with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. KVOM's Newswatch with Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Sophomore Gregory Mosley scored 18 of his game-high 26 points in the second half as Marlton's senior boys basketball team pulled away from Pottsville for a 68-51 senior night victory at Devil Dog Arena on Saturday. Senior Julian Brockman had 17 points and five three-pointers, and Senior Joseph Pinion had 15 points and was responsible for the Dixon family dental big small play of the game to help Marlton build an early eight-point lead. Screen from Mosley, pulls up long, three-pointers, good again for Pinion. Way downtown, Pinion's knocked down two in a row. The win is the ninth consecutive for the Devil Dogs, who have clinched at least a share of the 4A4 conference title, improving their record to 9-1 and in league play and 16-6 and overall on the season. Marlton's girls had a chance to clinch a conference championship of their own, but fell to the Lady Apaches 42-38. to Marlton closed the first half on an 8-0 run to take a one-point halftime lead, aided by the Dixon family dental big small plays of the game from senior Grace Brown. He'll penetrate, kick up to Brown up top. Three-pointers good for Grace Brown. Her second three-pointer. Marlton steals the inbounds. And Lady Devil Dogs again to Brown. Again, three-pointer good. Back-to-back trays for Brown. 
Marlton was unable to build off that momentum after halftime, however, and Pottsville used a 9-0 run to start the third quarter to take control of the game and complete the season sweep of the Lady Devil Dogs, moving one, one win away from securing their conference title for them. Sophomore John Brockman scored 12 points on the loss for the Lady Devil Dogs, who fall to 17-5 on the season, 7-2 in conference play. Marlton's boys will play at Subiaco Academy on Tuesday with a chance to secure the conference title outright. The girls and boys will then wrap up the regular season on Friday night at Clarksville and games will broadcast live on KVOM. J.D. Note scored 14 points. Jalen Williams added 10 points, 9 rebounds, and 2 blocks. And the Arkansas men's team scored 10 of the final 13 points to beat Mississippi State 63-55 Saturday night in Fayetteville for their 8th straight win. Now 18-5 overall, 7-3 in the Southeastern Conference. The Razorbacks are set to host a number one ranked team for the first time ever in Bud Walton Arena when Auburn comes to town Tuesday night. Eddie Kailu had 24 points in the Central Arkansas men turned back Stetson 79-75 to on Saturday afternoon in Conway. Jared Chatham had 18 points and 11 rebounds for the Bears who ended a four-game losing streak to get to 4-5 and five in the Atlantic Sun Conference. After holding a three-point lead at halftime, the UCA women were outscored 23-5 in the third quarter and fell to Stetson 63-45 on Saturday at the Ferris Center. Sugar Bears are now 3-7 in the A-Sun. UCA women and men play at Kennesaw State on Wednesday, and you can hear those games live on our sister station, 92.7 Jack FM. Marlton's Tamia Templeton scored six points in 11 minutes off the bench to help the Henderson State women's team beat Southern Arkansas 96-72 on Saturday. Sacred Hearts' Mackenzie Grayson had eight points and three steals for the University of the Ozarks women's team on Sunday, but the Lady Eagles lost to Harden-Simmons 92-63. The Harding University baseball team opened its season with a 4-2 win over Northeastern State on Sunday. Marlton's Maddox long picked three innings in relief for the Bison and allowed one run on two hits with three strikeouts. 7.47 now in KVOM as we look at weather on this Monday morning, currently humidity is at 100% with calm winds. Barometric pressure at 30.36 inches. Low temperature this morning, 23 degrees. High yesterday was 51. A year ago today, the low is 34, the high is 38. No rain the last 24 hours at KVOM. And we did finish with 1.05 inches of total uh, melted liquid precipitation. From that winter storm, of course, that was largely in the form of sleet and uh, some freezing rain to start. But sleet and snow mostly, but 1.05 is the total uh, will be added to the rainfall total. And that'll bring that total for the year to 5.81 inches here at the KVOM studio. Sunset this evening is 5. Uh, 5.45, sunrise tomorrow morning at 7.05. And forecast calls for sunny skies. Afternoon high around 51 degrees as we'll continue warm a little bit uh, through this week. Low of 27 tonight. Then high of 58 tomorrow. Around 60 for the high on Wednesday. And we'll stay on the, relatively on the warm side all week. With no mention rain in the extended outlook. Right now we've got fair skies. 28 degrees in Marlton at 748 on KVOM. News Watch continues in just a moment.
Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. It is 7.52 now on KVOM, and it's time for our close-up interview this morning. Joined by Mr. John Gibson with the Conway County Community Foundation. Good morning, John. Good morning, Eric. All right. Uh, enjoy that snow and ice last week. I loved week. it. <laughs> yeah. Yep, it was uh, good. I'm sure the school kids didn't mind being out a couple days at well, you, you know, you you've seen it going around. Yep. There's there's no more snow days. No, nope, no, nope, it's, it's AMI. <laughs> yep. So they're still so they're still sc- still, still schooling. Yes, yep, yes, for sure. Um, but anyway, you are here to talk uh, again. Common County Community Foundation and I uh, have some uh, grant cycle opening up. But first, kind of tell us what the Conway County Community Foundation is. Well, the, the Conway County Community Foundation is one of 29 local affiliates of the Arkansas Community Foundation. Mm-hmm. And uh, our purpose is to to uh, provide means of philanthropy <laughs> in, in, in local areas. And so uh, uh, the Conway County Community Foundation was uh, – formed in 1999 yep. and uh what we're talking about today is the given giving tree grant program um the arkansas community foundation affiliates uh have two separate cycles one is in the fall and one is in the spring mm-hmm. uh through 2008 conway county pr- participated in the fall program okay. and we moved to the the uh, spring program in 2009 so we've we've been using the we've been a part of the spring program since then and the the funds for the giving tree come from one of our 36 endowed funds uh that compose the uh the conway county uh asset base and um the the giving tree fund uh came from local contributions since 1999 okay okay mm-hmm. and uh as of december the 31st of uh, 2021 there were we had six hundred fifty eight thousand uh, dollars plus a little bit uh, as the as the market value of that fund at that time okay and um the way uh, community foundation endowment funds work is um, to be endowed they have to be at least ten thousand mm-hmm. uh, dollars then every July uh, a portion of that is made available to spend based on <laughs> the average market value of that uh, that fund for the last 20 quarters Okay. So, um, in July of 2022, uh, we'll replenish our uh, fund based on 4% of our average uh, market value over the last 20 quarters. So, so those, those quarterly market values are important because that's what we use to determine where the funds come from. Um, okay. This year, uh, we have $23,799 that's available to be granted okay um and, uh, you know 
Um, last year, uh, we were able to uh, to uh, provide 13 grants that totaled uh, $22,614. Okay. So over the – well, actually, our first grant was, was – grants were made in 2002. Mm-hmm. Three grants that amounted to $2,500 in total. Mm -hmm. Uh, Since then, uh, we have have awarded 234 grants, and uh, they averaged uh, 12.3 a year, and the average amount of the grants was $1,433. Okay. So yeah. that, that, that kind of gives yeah. you a little bit of history of how it works. Um, and so our spring uh, Giving Tree uh, grant program opened for online for applications on Ju- January the 10th. Mm-hmm. And applications must be submitted by midnight February the 15th. Okay. Right. Uh, typically, we have... Uh, anywhere from 20 to 30 grant applications. Last year, I think we had 21 applications, okay. and, mm-hmm. and we were able to grant 13 of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, as of, of yesterday evening, we've only got eight applications for this year. So you nonprofits that are listening out there, go ahead and get your applications in. Uh, sure. Of course, um, I, 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 I uh, sent an email contact announcing the the opening of the grant applications mm-hmm. to 25 nonprofits okay. mm-hmm. uh, back on on January the seventh or eighth to, mm-hmm. to let them know that it was coming up um, and Eric the, the last tally that I made we've got 41 registered nonprofits in okay. Conway County mm-hmm. so the 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 program is uh, is designed to um, Provide funding for nonprofits, uh, 501c3, IRS 501c3s, churches, and schools. Okay. So any of those 41 nonprofits are eligible to apply? (laughs) Yes. And, of course, that 41 includes the the community foundation. Okay. All right. And um, so how do they go about applying then? Well, the applications are, are strictly online. Okay. And uh, and it's it's a matter of going to um, uh, arcf.org backslash, backslash uh, giving tree. Okay. Um, and uh, anybody needs any additional information about the the uh, the grant program is welcome to call me at at uh, 501-977-3743 or email jcgibson1104 at gmail.com okay and uh you know um the um the community foundation i I mentioned that the giving tree endowment uh is we have 658,000 plus mm-hmm. market value in that account. Uh, as of December the 31st, the 36 uh, funds that we have for Conway County had a total of 8,364,000 plus market value. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and the that's a growth 
from 2014. I started in 2015, so okay. 2014 is, is a, a, a landmark for me. Okay. Uh, that's more than double. Well, the great. market value of the assets that we had at that time. Um, and, and, and overall, the Giving Tree program is not the only uh, uh, fund that, that makes grants, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 13 of those, fu- of those funds are scholarship funds. Okay. So they're, they're, give, they're making scholarship uh, uh, contributions every year. Um, the, the, to those 36 funds, contributions over the years have amounted to eight million two hundred and sixty five thousand dollars that's great over that period of time Mm -hmm. we've granted three million nine hundred thousand dollars plus so uh that's that's over 40 percent of the total amounts that have been contributed to those funds but but these are endowed funds. Endowed funds mean that they're f- they're forever. Well, okay, yeah. so that they're not going to go away. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the neat thing about it is, I just told you that we had eight million three hundred sixty four thousand dollars market value as of December thirty first. Mm-hmm. We've granted forty percent of our of our contributions, and we still got more than we started with. Yeah, well, so. That's that's the power of endowed funds. All right, that is great. So, um, again, any any organization, nonprofit in Calumet County eligible, and and the, what is good about these funds is the money does stay right here locally. So that's right. Grants, it, so. It's it's committed to to the the four Arkansas Aspire uh, Arkansas pillars, which are education, health, community, and family. Okay. All right. So. Uh, get those applications in. Uh, deadline again was February 15th, 15th at midnight. All right. All right. So get those in. Online applications for that. And that website again is arcf.org backslash giving tree. Okay. All right. John Gibson with the Conway County Community Foundation. Tell us about those giving tree grants available to local nonprofits. Thank you so much for coming in this morning. Thank you for having me, Eric. All right. It is 802 now on KVOM. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.